Hello, and welcome to the IR Weekly Podcast, keeping you up to date with all the latest news in the realtor world. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Kelly. This week, the state of Illinois officially lifted its indoor mask mandate for the first time since the summer due to the declining number of COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations throughout the state. That's right. If you'll remember, we did talk about this upcoming lifting of the mandate when it was announced a few weeks ago. But since then, we've gotten even more information and a few new developments. So hence, we thought it was time to once again clarify some facts and really get into what it means for specific real estate actions as well. That's right. And of course, we only turn to one person when it comes to the subject. That's right. Returning once again to the podcast is our general counsel and vice president of legal services for Illinois Realtors, Betsy Urbans. Welcome back, Betsy. Uh, did we ever leave? I yeah. feel like I'm having <laughs> like just deja vu and this was like seven minutes ago. But yeah. thank you for the warm welcome. Yeah. Y'all are so nice. You're I, our third host now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I pay you well to like <laughs> act like fans. So. That's true, man. It's like somebody yeah. uh, somebody would just come up and just like, you guys left? There's a door? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weren't <laughs> you just here? <laughs> well, um, so Betsy, uh, as always, uh, with COVID-19, anytime we want to talk about this, we want to start with the 30,000 foot view, uh, you know, with anything when it comes to COVID mass. So now that the mandate has been officially lifted by Governor Pritzker, what's new since we last talked about this a few weeks ago? What can What has officially gone down now? Okay. So I'll talk about official and then I'll, well, let's just start with unofficial because sure. I always like to, you know, turn things on their heads <laughs> if we can. And the first thing I would say, regardless of what the official uh, rule of law or rule of policy or whatever it is we're talking about, you know, in this environment, we're going to see people wearing masks. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing I would say or advise or suggest is good for them. Yeah, You know, if they're doing it, they probably have a real good reason for doing it. So the first thing I would ask, and it's it's not legal, it's just um, to be considerate of folks that elect to wear masks. They probably have some very good reasons. They're probably immunocompromised themselves. Mm -hmm. If they're not, they live with someone that, that is. They're worried about their parents. You know, whatever it is, it, it's their thing. And so um, so let's respect that. Now let's get to what's going on, you know, just because the mask mandate has been listed, lifted doesn't mean people can't wear them. I guess right, that's right. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So It didn't reverse. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, some people are probably like, hey, this is a really great idea because I haven't been sick. So anyway, but the state did lift the mask mandate for indoors Generally speaking, there are a couple exceptions, and I'll review those for the class here just in a <laughs> minute. Um, but it did. It, it went into effect the February 28th. In the meantime, CDC kind of got going mm -hmm. on maybe looking at some new metrics and revising its guidelines. So the CDC guidelines, the new metrics they're kind of looking at are uh, beds, hospital beds, admissions, and new cases, and what they're calling it is COVID-19-community level. Okay. So it looks like what they've done is gone. they go to the state, then they break the state down into the counties, and they look at those three metrics I just mentioned, and then they have, they categorize them as low, medium, or high. They have a color code. If you go to CDC's website and you look up the mask guidance, I think it's mask guidance or somewhere in there, you'll get to this pretty easily, I think. And you can look up your state 
and you can see the counties and you can look up your specific county and the it literally will be color coded. I think it goes, uh, let's see, what is it? Like green is low, makes sense. Then yellow, then uh, orange is still on fire a little bit, I guess. <laughs> so that corresponds to high. So that's what's happening now. Having said all that, because we're still at 30,000 feet, let's drill down to uh, communities and businesses. Still, uh, communities, uh, local governments, I say a lot, so sorry about that, but local governments could still have a mandate in place for indoor settings, and if that's the case, that's what someone in that local municipality would, would follow. Companies, for whatever reason, let's say you have a company where people are working shoulder to shoulder, they may still elect to keep a mask mandate in place in their indoor setting. People are working there um, long periods of time. Um, so those are sorts of things that could still be in place. I'm just saying you got to make sure you check. And uh, I think you're you're, you will still see it in transportation if you're on the train right, or that's planes. A, that's a federal mandate, right? Federal mandate still in effect until at least March 18th. Right. We'll see what happens after that. Um, congregate care, healthcare settings, dudes. I don't know, but I, I would be willing to bet in healthcare set settings it may remain. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we'll see. I'm just guessing. That's not that's not a legal opinion. It's not a medical opinion. That's just a Betsy Urbans. <laughs> Betsy Urbans. I'm just guessing. Here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She said it when, whatever. So. <laughs> that won't be used against us yeah, ever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> never, never. I'll get a call tomorrow. Right. Comment. Okay, so we kind of talked broadly about like what it means. Um, so let's get down to the nitty gritty of what it could mean for our members. What advice would you give as it pertains to showing and selling houses? Okay, and you know, I think this kind of dovetails with what we've been saying all along, really. I mean, take precautions, uh, indoor mask mandate isn't in effect, but keep in mind that for our real estate brokers, your place of business is in someone else's house mm -hmm. or someone else's building if you're selling commercially. So uh, my house, my rules, right? Right. And that is, that is correct. So if a seller says to the broker, look, you know, I'm still, for whatever reason, as we said at the top of the podcast, that somebody might have very good reasons for requiring uh, members of the public, when they're coming through their house or their their building, to to mask up, and if that is the direction, then the broker ought to follow that direction to the letter and consistently. So that is a legal request that would be made by a seller. You can't force a seller, you know, it's their house so or their building, depending on the circumstances. Also, your own uh, companies. If you go to a physical office where you know, let's say. It's a giant office with 100 cubicles. Your sponsoring broker may still have a policy. If that is the case and it's applied consistently, then, you know, that's the policy. Yeah. So those are just some things to, to be mindful of. And I did get a question from a broker who said, but what if I can't wear a mask? Ah, oh, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. And we talked about it a little bit before. I mean, some people cannot wear a mask for some physical reason. Yeah, there are medical reasons yes, for this. Yes, there are <laughs> medical reasons. And if there is a documented medical reason 
that you can't wear a mask, then that is, you know, you would have to probably balance the interest of the broker with the seller. But if the seller says, you know, sorry for you, but I still want masking at my house when you're showing. In that case, kind of a, a cruel choice situation, but the broker would probably have to see if they couldn't get someone else to do it for them, someone in their own office that could wear a mask. Or, uh, you know, if you're a one-person chop, you might have to refer it out of house if you're going to get it shown or work something out where the listing agent can do it for you or something. Um, and we won't even go into all the agency <laughs> issues there, but, you know. Just that question did come up, and it's a fair question. And um, it, but it can't be just because I don't want to wear a mask. Absolutely. And, you know, all these scenarios that you're giving us here, um, you know, it just seems like still the good rule of thumb is just be considerate, be understanding, you know, and just be kind. (laughs) Be be considerate, understanding, kind, and consistent. Consistent. That's what I was going to say. Be consistent. Yeah, yeah, because like you're right. Like uh, there was also another question we got, and we kind of talked about it a little bit there. But you know, like uh, meeting clients in headquarters, right, whether right. that's a big brokerage or your own personal office. Um, do you think that it is though like something that realtors should go out of their way to ask these questions of their clients, or is it just more of like a assume that they want, like that they don't want to wear a mask unless they tell you? Oh God, that's a really good question. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I would say in this environment, it would be uh, appropriate for a brokerage to have a policy requiring on your seller checklist still that you would ask the preference. Sure, I, I don't think it's legally. I don't know that you would have to, mm-hmm. but I think it would be. You know, I'm always, I'm gonna always gonna be the most cautious. Yep. I'm gonna give you the most cautious answer. So, if you want a different answer, go ask somebody who's not as cautious. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just think it would be a best practice to leave it on your your checklist. Yeah, absolutely. That's some good info um, and scenarios I didn't really think of. But. <laughs> I know we're coming up with all these kinds of different things. We're here right? all day, right here. Yeah. It's a, well, I mean, we haven't been here yeah. in a very long time. People like you <laughs> yeah. know the uh, you know the numbers have gone down. Thank thank goodness. Yeah, let's um, knock some wood. Yeah, knock on, stay knock on my head here. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, we just ha- we haven't been here for a while, so this is it's good to refresh yeah. ourselves on this. All right. So one last question. Is there any final advice you want to give to our realtor members? So I don't know, for example, another scenario, maybe driving in cars with your clients. Yes. Yes. Um, Safety first. So my first advice doesn't have anything to do with masks at all. It's whether or not you want to drive in cars with your clients. (laughs) Um, you know, how well do you know them? And it's, you got to be careful because you can't, if you're going to drive your clients all around, again, consistency would be, could become an issue if you just drive some people around and not others. So you got to be careful there. Just be careful driving people around in cars. Now, what's the question if, uh, if you're in your own car, your car, your rules, be consistent. If you, you know, you could ask folks to wear a mask in your cars. I think you could do that. Yeah. And you could also say, I don't care. (laughs) So, yeah. Again, this brave new world we're in. Is a car an indoor space? Um, That's a good question, actually. Um, Yeah. I guess 
Technically, yeah. yeah. It's probably an indoor space. and There are doors that close. Yeah, into... <laughs> depending where you are, you're probably going to be in there longer than Now, if you're in a convertible, minutes. a totally different scenario here. Um, <laughs> it's a hybrid. One of those open-air Jeeps of some sort, um, yeah. you know. Um, well, Betsy, um, again, it's always just so valuable having you here with us uh, to answer these questions. Um, again, these are unprecedented times for the last two years, and now we're thankfully in a down wave of COVID-19, but... As always, be vigilant, be on guard, um, because I believe things can still get put in place. Um, you know, even with all the lawsuits that have been happening, that I believe that the governor can still put measures on if things get worse. Correct? Uh, yeah, I, I think. So. I, I mean, we've seen it happen. Yeah. Didn't we get out of masks for like a week? Yeah, <laughs> I remember that somewhere. Then, two hundred yeah. years ago. Yeah, it seems. a week <laughs> later, it was it was back in place. Um, so check CDC, check state level, check your local level, um, check with your clients, be consistent. You know, y'all, I'm as sick of talking about this <laughs> as everybody else is sick of hearing about it and talking about it, but it is what it is. It's, it's a period in history that we haven't seen since the folks were having the Spanish flu in, what yeah. was it? 1918. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is all new. Um, you know, hopefully it's it, we're probably going to have to learn to live with it. That's not my medical opinion. Not a doctor. Disclaimer. <laughs> um, well, there's a lot of diseases. That yeah. You do. Yeah. So, yeah. Who knows? Well, yeah. either way, we have the knowledge dropper Betsy Urbans always at our disposal. And uh, it is always so much fun, even uh, in this setting. So to talk fun. To yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fun <laughs> the with topic COVID. isn't fun, but talking with Betsy Urbans is always a pleasure. So <laughs> once is. again, Betsy, thank you so much for being here. Y'all are kind. Thanks for having me. And that's it for this week's IR podcast. Thank you all for listening. And as always, give us a rating and review on your podcast app of choice. And if you want any more content, simply search for Illinois Realtors on your favorite social media app. We'll see you next week. Thank you.